Vaguely Anime Podcast, and I am one of the hosts this evening, Michael, followed by Sage. What's up? And Kieran. Yo. And uh, we were originally going to have Kat on this episode. We were. It was going to be a crime corner, but and, it's not. And much like every other time we almost have Kat on the episode, she canceled last minute. But I feel like this time is really not her fault. Yeah. It's true. It's really not. It is not her fault. Unless she did it. <laughs> Unless she did it. What did she do? We won't say. But, no, no. Le- but uh, yeah. Um, She's the culprit. But much like every other Unless time, whether it was not her fault or otherwise, international it's always crime. last minute. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So um, we're here. and uh, We're queer. I'm yeah. pretty straight, but yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's true. I have been quoted as the most cisgendered white male anyone's known. Yeah, I feel like that's pretty accurate. Yeah. You're just oozing with privilege. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. Um, but anyway, yeah, so um, I was trying to think of, well, oh, right. So last week, technically, we are recording these out of order, but uh, we were watching uh, Banana Fish, and uh, I'm going to be up front at the moment. Like I said, we're recording this out of order. Not finished it yet. Good one. Uh, but I'm using this as a, a jumping off point. Which is to say, um, I have realized that my attention span has just tanked. Oh, because it's only in sub. So you have to pay attention. It is only in sub. The the first thing he did was it started. He heard Japanese and was like, He texted me. He goes, is there dub for this or do I have to suffer? And I just responded, suffer. So yeah. like I, so he he immediately was like, yeah. "Is there really not a dub?" No, there anywhere? really is not was, a dub. Look for it. I was like, "That's just a good thing." That's, look, that's I, I have I have thing. no problems with sub. It's not it's not like a, an elitist thing. It is just I I need I I can no longer like just just pay attention. Like I, I need to be not doing good. something. No. Like I need to. I have. I like. I need a phone. I need to be looking That's at something. Bad medication can fix that. And well, not fix it. I was gonna say I've been on medication for. Help Didn't you do need, shit. Yeah, you. You just need to find the right one. But um, yeah. So like I like. It, it subs take me so much longer to get through. I so I feel like I'm the opposite because if I'm forced to pay attention. With, like with a sub I literally plow through it so quick if I'm watching a dub and I'm like oh I can fuck around and then I'm like wait I just missed so much important stuff let me go back and then I have to rewatch stuff dubs make me cringe <laughs> well, yeah but you're a sub elitist uh, no I mean I mean literally like they make me cringe and I, I talked to you about this but it's like I there's like a Twitter post or something where someone was like I think the whole reason behind like the subs versus dub is the why why some people hate dubs is because the shit they say is okay in Japanese because you don't actually have to hear it in your native language. But once you hear it in your native language, you're like, oh, that's cringy. I hate it. And it hurts. It hurts to hear. When you hear it in Japanese, you're like, ah, whatever. It's yeah. Japan being weird. You're like, yeah, they're just formal or whatever. No, no, not even that. It's like when people are like calling out attacks and shit, you're like, <laughs> that's just random ass Japanese. I don't care. And then you hear it in like English. You're like, oh no, there were so, kids like that in the re- at recess. Wh- when you were <sighs> when you were a kid, did you watch like Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh? Uh, I watched Inuyasha. 
Oh, okay. But Pokemon, yes. Because I was going to say, in Yu-Gi-Oh!, which is children's card games, they call out, like, attack moves for their monster cards. Yeah. Which yes. they You don't do that Obelisk, when you... Obelisk. Obliterate. Yeah. That's the <laughs> only one I remember. Um, actually, no, it's... Don't remember Dark Magicians. Don't I have remember... To say. Blue Pokemon. Eyes, White Dragon. I don't remember any of those. Pokemon Obliterate is Exodia. Yeah. I thought it was Exodia Obelisk. was Obliterate. Yeah. Shit. What was Obelisks? I don't think he, I think it was just like. I thought it was Obliterate. No. It's Shit. Not. Oh, no. Fuck. That's, wow, you uh, fucking fake ass fan. Famous. Yeah, fake fan. Yeah, yeah. that thing I barely watched. I watched um, four kids version of it. Excuse fair. you. But yeah, no. Tandem, the forbidden one. <laughs> when, when they call out the. I always See, that's thought it was, cringy. I always thought it was so <laughs> funny. Because th there's not even, like, actual attack moves. Like, in Pokemon, I get it. Because you have actual attacks that you can choose. And then, like, in yeah. the games, it's like, they did this, right? But in Yu-Gi-Oh!, you're not sitting there across the table for somebody like, Dark Magician, like, Dark Magic Attack. See, the see, I hate that shit. Hate that shit. But, like, Pokemon doesn't bother me. Because, yeah, you kind of, you name the attacks. And since they use different attacks. Right. And it's, you're commanding an animal. That's not really a, you know, it'd be like yelling fetch to a dog. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. It's, it's a verbal command for an action. So but they know what to like, do. Like growing up with the dubs of characters yelling out attacks and shit, like it doesn't You're, affect You're like used me to it? Uh, no, I hate it. Uh, like, I did hate they, it. Did they, they, did they yell but out attacks Pokemon, in Inuyasha? Pokemon, uh, yes, absolutely. And it's terrible. It's I, cringy I haven't watched hell. it in so long, so I have like very limited memory uh, of Inuyasha. Dude, uh, God, Windscar. Dude, Iron Reaver Soul Stealer. Stop. Terrible. Stop Terrible. It. See, hate it, don't you? Just <laughs> like, like, ew, ew. It's in English. I, I kind of wish, like, I kind of wish, like, really serious anime would have, like, attack moves in them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, like, uh, fucking um, Banana Fish just, uh, what's his face going? Gun! Gun! <laughs> Shooting someone. Or, like, in Monster, where it's, like, instead of, like, it just being like really clever of like mind manipulation. He like does an attack, says an attack move of like what he's doing. It's like the watch. My monster. favorite, my favorite thing from Pokemon though, because I obviously I only watch that dubbed. Right, of course. Like you have to, you, have you can't. To. I feel like at this point, Pokemon, you does it even exist in a sub? I'm sure it does, but it, you know yeah, what I mean. It sure does. Yeah. It sure does. But you know what I mean. Like yeah. I cannot consume any Pokemon no, content. No. In a yeah, song. Japan I only also, releases in English. Yeah, yeah. I actually and also, they put Japanese subtitles. Yeah. To be fair, I also do not consume Pokemon content anymore. That's fair. Like, what was the well, first one? Was what Hoenn? Um, was it Hoenn? Johto. Johto. Yeah, fuck. See, I can't remember. Pokemon Johto. But uh, favorite favorite dub is always and forever gonna be uh that one trainer with the Electabuzz. Yeah. Electabuzz, you thunder! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's like Electabuzz, famously known for going. <laughs> the 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 like thunder badge gym leader. Yeah, yeah, I think it was him. It was him, and he had the spiky hair, which is funny. Dun, dun, bull. <laughs> which is funny that you mentioned that because I remember when I was like six years old, my family went on a trip to the Dominican Republic, like during Christmas break. And they had Pokemon on the TV, but it was all in Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. And I had already watched that episode. Heresy. Can I, only be in English. I already watched that episode, so I like knew what was going on. But it was very funny for them to be like calling out the attack yeah. moves in Spanish. 
It's a good uh, time. Yeah, that's my that's my that's my new theory on to why I don't like dubs. It it's just makes me cringe. Because you're just like I don't like it. They say some things that are just all fantasy based, and I just I hate hearing. It just reminds me of see, hearing kids do that in like recess. That's fair. I mean, I'm I like, feel like I'm just, I'm, I guess I'm, I've just been around it. So I think because I was that cringy I, kid at I recess. <laughs> I've been around it a shit ton, and it still makes me hurt. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I'm was so that cringy kid at recess, so like. I was in my I mind. I guess it doesn't bother. No, I wasn't. She was physically. Yeah. <laughs> physically out loud present for everyone to see. It's probably why I had like five friends. See, I had basically no friends, but I also wasn't doing that. So, you know. <laughs> see, it's like wolf children, anime children. Yeah. Normal children. <laughs> and then me, just Although in I, the middle somewhere. I remember at our elementary school, they banned us from bringing Yu-Gi-Oh cards to, to school. Our elementary school also banned Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon cards. Yeah. Um, but, like, I can't even remember that. Way later. Oh, no. It was because there was too much, like, squabbling about trading. Yeah, during fine. recess. Uh, ours made it about gambling because trading is like gambling. Sure. What? That was that was their basically basically their reason. That literally doesn't make any sense. It's sure, not sure like it you're is. putting five cards down upside down and you're like, "Okay, for your I don't know, ultra rare blue eyes, pick one of these cards and you can have it." Or you just lose all your cards on right. some arbitrary like, rules. I did. Some kid. Uh, some kid also got in trouble for like beating up a kid for his cards. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling it might have been that, not the gamble. No, no, no. That was after it was already banned. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Disregard. <laughs> People still brought them because like yeah. black, they, black yeah. market Yu-Gi-Oh card playing at the at the recess. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and uh, and some kid beat up the. Uh, I remember. I remember this specifically because I remember him beating him up, calling him a nerd, and then taking the cards to then trade later. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like, yeah, you hey, fucking nerd. nerd. <laughs> it takes I never, right, cool, I'm gonna I never owned any any Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh oh cards. Um, the only I, cards I have ever owned, I was already in college. Like Magic and the my, Gathering? My dad brought me starter decks for each color of Magic the Gathering. Mm. I didn't even play Magic the Gathering. He just, because he, he's a librarian, so he goes to all these conferences and Wizards of the Coast was there or one of them. For some fucking reason. My brother was like obsessed with Yu-Gi-Oh when we were kids. He had, you know, those card boxes. They're like, I don't know, 18 inches long yeah. by like however deep a card was is. Was he that guy that showed up to the Yu-Gi-Oh battle with like that fucking 2,000 card deck? <laughs> no, he didn't have one of those, but he had a bunch of the like standard card boxes. Oh my God. <laughs> those just fucking destroyed your cards. It's time to do. <laughs> also, they were shit. They didn't work very well. No. But so he had so many Yu-Gi-Oh cards. of greed. And I remember when he was moving out for college, we were like going through his room and stuff to see like, what are you going to take with you? And then like, what do you want to get rid of? So this was the room that he was in since he was a kid. So he still had like a toy closet from when he was a kid. There was like five giant boxes filled to the absolute brim with Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And he had one box that he called his reject box which was just a bunch of common cards that he had like 60 copies of. Yeah. So he would just throw them in there. Yeah. Man, did he sell them for a fuck ton of money? Um, no, they were No, he, most of the cards that were like valuable or playable, he decided to keep. Like he still has mm -hmm. a pretty large collection now. He hasn't played in a while, but also like the TCG rules have changed since then. They changed a few times, actually. Well, yeah, isn't like every card from the original like 
version of the game banned at this point? <laughs> like, uh, I don't only know like that it's, seven cards that are banned. I don't know that it's banned, but it would be pretty unplayable at this point. Oh, yeah. Because it got Pot of Greed is banned. It, yeah. Pot of Greed's been banned forever. Because um, most of... Pull three cards from... No, it's two. Is it yeah, two? Yeah. Two. yeah. Graceful Charity is three cards. Uh, there are over 100 bad. banned cards. In from the OG Yu-Gi-Oh. sets? No, just in, in general. Just in, oh, in general, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no. It's sad that you can ban 100 cards. No, well, and then there's still a shit ton of cards. Well, what's use. stupid, though, is they come out with these cards that are, like, ridiculously OP for actual gameplay. So, like, you can have them and play with your friends and stuff, but they're so overpowered that it actually became such a problem of, like, one-turn kills in tournaments that they were like, we have to restructure how we play, how you guys can play this game because, one, that's not fun for anybody. No. You know what well, I mean? <laughs> but, I mean, if you're the person one turn killing, yeah, yeah. that's there, pretty fun. There are currently, but, but there's no like strategy involved in that. It's just, oh, let me stack my deck in a not stack because that's illegal, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like, set yeah, up my deck yeah. in a way where I can obtain these cards within the first turn Have and win. Nothing in the but draw cards and just get exoted uh, at some point. <laughs> the, like the rare, bam, like the rare hunters, yeah, like the rare hunters, yeah, yeah. Um, there, there are currently 12. Thousand uh, plus unique uh, of, like cards for the for Yu-Gi-Oh. Honestly, thought it would be higher. Not gonna lie. Twelve thousand is a lot, though. Yeah, I know it is a lot, but I did think it was gonna be higher since you know, for over twenty years. I know, of but it being out, I just figured that like every year they'd make like a new batch of new cards. Yeah, but if you think about it, the new batch like they don't make new. A lot of times when they're making new cards... Like Magic will... has over 20,000 unique cards. That's kind of where I was thinking Yu-Gi-Oh would be. I guess it's One fair. of them. But uh, Magic also Post you Malone play with like weight... $800,000 for one. But also Lotus. Magic yeah. you, pay, you play with much Stupid. larger decks, right? Fucking stick. Well, yeah. Magic can also be a computer. What? It, Magic the Gathering can be a working computer. The card game, it has so many cards that technically you can have a working computer based on it. That just ones and zeros, like binary computer it is it has so many unique cards that it can technically function as what classifies as a computer interesting yeah but yeah no All, and because i think Yu-Gi-Oh is like stupid. basically not what any normal person would consider a computer but yes no well it it's, <laughs> it's uh, it, it can technically run a binary function which is to take a card move something over replace a one with another zero because it's no, a one I, zero I system. Yeah. Technically, it is a computer. Yeah, but but it yeah, isn't. it's technically, yeah. but that's for, you know, but it, like engineers yeah. and shit but it's that purely, actually... Purely like, just to show how no, stupid no, that right. normal person is. would look at that and be like, yeah, that's a computer. <laughs> <laughs> We're so far past like binary machines yeah. that that does not count as a computer for any day-to-day person. Right. But, um... For Yu-Gi-Oh, it's basically always been a 40-card deck, and then you can have a side deck, and then you can have... I think that's it. You can have a side deck, and I think the side deck you can only have 10 cards in. Um, and you can only use your side deck in between matches. Or is it... Yeah, that's true. To, like, change out. Um, but for the most part, when they're making new cards, it's a lot of times support cards... 
for archetypes that already exist. Right. So. Sure. If you're. Nah, there's pot of greed. I've just been going through these. <laughs> if you're running like an. Ancient... I play pot of greed. <laughs> It's my favorite thing. It's things. that video, the Yu-Gi-Oh VR that I oh. always think about. It's like I play. You don't. You'll never see this coming. I play Pot of Greed and pull two cards from my deck, and then he lifts the card up and then places it back down. <laughs> <laughs> I play Pot of Greed. <laughs> like, like that's not what it does. And someone goes, "Well, that is what it does." And he, he, the guy just yells, "It's what it do, Yugi." <laughs> it's what it do, Yugi. I, I live for that video. I also love in in the Yu-Gi-Oh anime. I don't know if they still do it today because what what are they at? Yu-Gi-Oh Seven, I think. Is, is the it current, still going? Current series that's like, running. Neither I only one know of us. XD. I mean not XD. Uh, the, the, the fucking space one. The last that's time the I last saw one I know. a Yu-Gi-Oh episode. Uh, Zexel. Yeah, House. that's the only one I know. Uh, I can look it up. Yu-Gi-Oh. I think it's called Yu-Gi-Oh Sevens. Now is the newest one. But they used to always, always, especially in the original Yu-Gi-Oh, every time someone played Pot of Greed, either the person playing it or somebody watching the duel, I'm pretty sure this was like in the contract by law, had to say, that means they can draw two cards. Yeah. Uh, Also, it is uh, seemingly over now. Oh, it ended Um, already? Okay. This year. Oh, okay. Also, I've seen so many people say that Yugi just cheats. Yes. Well, yeah, Constantly. absolutely. The only Constantly. person that doesn't cheat in that show, apparently, is it's, Joey. Is Joey. And that's why everyone says that Joey is technically the best duelist in the show, because he's the only one that plays by the rules. Well, best. Mm. Well, he's the only. Honorable. Sure. Best. Well, if you cheat, you're never going to seem the best player. If, uh, if you're playing against people that cheat, sorry. Oh, also? Yeah. But if you're cheating and no one's going to call you on it, technically that's legal. One, one of it's my, like crime. One of my favorite. Like shoplifting from a corporation. Is that really a crime? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> technically who, who, gets, who gets caught? Like, who's the victim there? The multi-billion dollar corporation? I'm not saying. That's well, still just... turning a profit? I'm just saying, if a so, cop chief. sees you steal it, you're still gonna okay. Go to well, the cops are a whole other story, all right. Anyway, what was I gonna say? Um, Joey, I, best duelist there is. I one uh, of hey, my you. one of my Come favorite on. things about Battle City, no, uh, Duelist Kingdom, is when Yugi is finally dueling Pegasus. Pegasus is like, I made brand new cards specifically for this duel that have never been circulated ever and no one has ever seen and no one knows what the effects are. And yeah, Yugi's just like, what What do you mean? Yeah, when you face the, the creator of the card game and he's like, I've made a deck specifically yeah, to beat cheating. you. And then he that's still cheating. gets And he still up. loses. Although it's very... Because he cheated worse. <laughs> and And what's even funnier is like, Pegasus' whole strategy is to use his Millennium Eye to, like, look at Yugi's hand, right? So he knows, like, everything he's going to do. But then once he can no longer use the eye, he literally does not know how to play. He's like, he's like, oh, I don't know what that face down card is. I don't know how to counteract it. I'm like, you that's, think that's the point. You think that's, like, them bashing on the creators of Yu-Gi-Oh! Because nobody in that makes the cards knows how to play Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> Wait, they, originally, they made the rules. Yeah, because originally, I mean, we've rules. talked about it on the show before, so we don't have to go over it. But like originally, it was just 
just some bullshit the dude wrote for a one-off because it used to be the one-off games, right? Right. And then people wrote in and were like, hey, that shit's cool. Make more. And he was like, all right. Yeah. And then you just make up rules as you go. Yeah, it was like... Oh, yeah, so... This is a poor system. Yu-Gi-Oh! was originally... Well, you you can tell it. Oh, yeah. But, like, you know. The... the, Before there was Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, you would see, like, four kids. Um, There was a different version, essentially, of Yu-Gi-Oh! Which is a seven-volume manga series where it's way darker. And the card... People fucking die. And the card cool. and Yugi is essentially the villain of the whole. Yeah, he's story. essentially a psychopath. He's just going good, around killing good, people and good. like exacting the revenge he feels they deserve. Um, so Saw. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, Everything comes back to Saw. And so seven degrees it, of Saw. Every chapter, or like let's say like every two chapters, because each story will run for like two chapters or whatever, right? So every time there will be like a new game that they're playing. So whether it's like chess or I don't know fucking checkers whatever five hand poker sure yeah I got it you know what I mean so you would have a different one every time we could stop struggling to think and then (laughs) in one of them they have they didn't call it Yu-Gi-Oh but they had like similar type thing of cards with monsters and blah 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 and Yu-Gi-Oh at that time was being printed in Shonen Jump and people read that and they were so the demand that Shonen Jump got like at, in letters of like, what's this game? What's this game? Like, where can I buy this? How do I play this game? I want like, you know what I mean? So Shonen Jump was like, what if they were just like, it's Pokemon. I feel like I could, <laughs> we could make some serious dollars off this yeah. just based off of the sheer demand of something that didn't exist yet. Yeah. So they went to the creator and they were like, Hey, People are really interested in this thing that doesn't technically exist. Can you rewrite the entire story? Like, just just forget what you're doing now. Rewrite your entire story to fit around these card games that don't exist yet. And he was like, all right, bet. I'm be real with you. That, that was me. I would have just said no. So, But so he no. did. And they reworked all of and it became to a be billionaire. into the card games. Not worth. And then... <laughs> For, so they had the, I think it's Yu-Gi-Oh! Duelist Kingdom, or I feel like that's right. Or sure. Yu-Gi-Oh! Duelist is like the the new quote-unquote one. And then they had Yu-Gi-Oh! Millennium World, which was supposed to be the original ending for the original manga series, which goes into like the Egyptian magic and blah, blah, blah. Which is actually a really good manga. I, uh, I knew nothing about yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! Very interesting. Apparently, there's a Yu-Gi-Oh card worth $9 million. What? Um, But everyone that's had it before uh, that has tried to sell it basically died. No. It's it's basically the only one to exist. uh, So it basically also makes it priceless. So you can't really sell it for anything. Wait, what card? Uh, It's also worth about a Tournament Black Luster Soldier from 1999. Also, there's a blue eyes white dragon. That's three. That's worth a hundred thousand. Uh, it's Ooh. worth the exactly as printing. much of as that. Wait, paper wait. Is. So you're telling me the black luster soldier is a what did you say? Nine million dollars? A specific version. Right, Can right, you right. imagine getting that? But then that and the then next highest it? one is a hundred thousand dollars. No, no, no. The next highest one uh, doesn't actually have a price. It's Tyler, the Great Warrior. <laughs> what? Let me that's see. Number two. That's I, a Make-A-Wish kid. I never heard it. Why does he look like 
that's super saiyan yeah <laughs> what's up with that yeah wait I, can i just scroll down i want to see what the other ones are because that i mean i can understand black luster soldier a1 design that's the last one. Oh, that's rip one. again can you imagine getting that and just oh you mean b Seto kaiba yeah. Sure. He literally does that in like the first episode. And he's like, I have, there's only four blue eyes white dragons in the world, and I have three of them in my deck, and now nobody can use it against me. And he rips, uh, yeah, Yugi's yeah. grandpa's one. Yeah, and then, and then hell fucking yeah. the creator of the game, Pegasus, could just be like, or I could just print like 50 billion of these and make yours worthless. Yeah, but he's not going to do that. You know, because the creator of the game cheats anyway, so he could just do that. Though. I, I guess I that's hate fair. that cards have value like that now. What do you mean? It's all just because I'm not into the hobby. I was gonna say it's like any form of collectible. Yeah. That. I'm gonna go find my Yu-Gi-Oh cards and see that I have I don't, an original. Well, yeah, I mean, Black I don't. Dragon, I don't collect anything. No. Um, no, I don't collect anything. Are are baseball cards still a thing? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Because I remember my brothers used to have baseball cards when we were kids. No, I... I thought about it, but, but I'm, what do you I'm not do a collector. With baseball cards? Because you can't, like... You just hope that, for whatever reason, the version them, that right? you have... No, there's nothing to play with them. No. You just... You, you just you, have them. Yeah. You just, I guess, hope that, for whatever reason, whatever you bought spikes in price or something. Yeah. But it's also just, like... I think the original premise was just like you have cards uh, with the stats because it was it would every year it would release with stats of the character of the players oh. characters, so uh, you know if you really liked whoever the fuck was playing like in the seventies he would get his card to see what his stats were that year. It's like K-pop photo cards. Sure, sure. Which are sure weirdly, that's like a whole thing. Sure. He yeah. Could be. People collect the weirdest shit. Yeah, yeah, and the most the most rarest ones are uh Girls Generation's photo cards from their mini album O, because that was the first ever photo cards. Hmm. Shout out to GGG. <laughs> or only GG. Yeah, or they G just had a comeback. Is. is it? Yeah. I thought they all like broke up or whatever. GG. Good game? No, the or song G. It's just G. Is it just G? Yeah, the song is just G. I always say three. I don't know. I know. Well, I mean, they do. Because in the song, they say it like three times, right? Okay, that's why. But yeah, no, they just had to come back. Yeah, I thought like all of them hated each other or something now. No, no, no. So what happened was Jessica. Not Jessica. Quote, unquote, left or was kicked out. I was expecting. Sure was not. Kicked not, out not to slash left anything, the group. Jessica was not the name. <laughs> um, and then the other eight continued, and then they had a five-member subunit, and then they were like, "We kind of want to move on creatively, but we still want Girls' Generation to exist." So they essentially just like went on a forever hiatus, and three of the girls left SMS Entertainment, but they were like, "If Girls' Generation ever like does a reunion." we want to be included even though we're not part of sm entertainment anymore right um so they kind of just like were doing their own things in their own careers for a while and then when did they announce their comeback i think in like may or june they announced their comeback because it was for their 15th anniversary from debut mm. yeah the only thing i've ever interacted with them on is is specifically that one song g yeah that's yeah, it. I mean, That's, it's iconic. Yeah. I haven't interacted with them at all. Uh, just the one song? 
I mean, I feel like G is definitely G and that album O is like credited with essentially making K-pop popular in the West. I would say that everybody nah, kind of knew was about Psy. G. No, that was before Psy. Nah, Psy. Because one was, that was what, 2011? Yeah. Never and heard of Psy K-pop. Was after. Never De- heard of K-pop Psy was until definitely Psy. After. I'll look up Gundam Style real quick. Yeah. Bit, but um, I'm pretty sure G was like, what, 2008? Yeah, something like that. Never um, heard of, never heard of uh, but yeah, they K-pop like... until Psy. <laughs> hey, Psy got played on Western pop radio. Yeah, I believe in that. Texas. Yeah. Of all places. That's that Girls' was, Generation did not. I guess that's fair. <laughs> not at all. Not even a little. Mm-mm. Oh, also, Blackpink is having a comeback. They're and hot. I I've seen I would just like to say I have a feeling they're going to do this comeback. They're going to release their album. They literally already announced their world tour, which is basically starting right after their comeback and then going into 2023. I know for a fact they're going to be like, okay, world tour. Here's our schedules. Here's our activities. And then YG is going to be like, all right, back in the dungeon. And then we're just not going to see them for another two fucking years. Because they literally, their last comeback was two years ago. I know nothing about okay, so that. I based, don't based on music, Based on music videos, uh, G, uh, G was released 13 years ago. So, uh, Gundam Style was released 10. I don't know what what gears because for whatever reason it's but two, not ten years ago would be twenty twelve. Yeah, but like I, I don't know <laughs> if that's like if it was twenty twelve or twenty eleven based on months. Oh, I understand. Well, so yeah, right around but yeah that time. So yeah, because G was pre the tens. It was in the aughts. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was two thousand eight. Probably. But oh, can I can I tell you about the drama that's happening at High B Labels? Even if I said no, you would do it anyway. So you know, you know BTS. Sure, terrible band. Continue. (laughs) So, so they're they're under High B labels, which was um, I can't I don't remember what their label was before it got like bought into them. Uh, Big hit. Oh yeah, big hit. It used to be big hit. Wild. And then they bought Source Music and a couple of other like smaller labels, and then they just turned it to High B labels. Okay. And they just debuted a girl group, High B Labels, a couple of months ago. I would say like May-ish, maybe, or April. And immediate scandal with the girl group. It was a six-member girl group. Immediate scandal because one, one of One the, of them was a man. No. One of them was Damn. apparently like a bully when she was in middle school or something stupid. And then... So immediate scandal. And then everybody and their mom was like... Fuck this girl. OT5 only for, like, they're not six members. Like, just get rid of her. So they literally terminated their contract with her. So now it's, they're going to continue as five members. And they're like, just forget about that Because debut. she was a bully in middle school. It's a whole thing. Okay. okay? All right, all right. And now. As long as there's more than just the fact she was mean to someone in middle school. Apparently. Oh, no. That'll a, ruin careers here, too. Apparently, it was, Stupid. like, whole Absolutely. allegations. And there was, like, reports and you know, sure, disciplinary anyway. things that happened. All right, whatever. But it's whatever. Right, yeah. So then, literally this month, Hybe just debuted another girl group, mm-hmm. a five-member girl group called New Jeans. And people were upset because their youngest member was 14, which... Like like G, uh, J-E-A-N or G-E-N-E? Like J-E-A-N, jeans, like okay. jeans, like denim. 
Um, I would have preferred new genes like genetics, and yeah. they were all trans. <laughs> would have been incredible. That would have been that would have been a hook. Yeah. That would have anyway. been a hook, but no. Um, so they're a five-member girl group, and people were initially upset when they were announcing the girls that were going to be part of the group because one of them was. 14 years old and they're like oh k-pop is debuting too young this that the other thing which i do believe that like the standard for debut is just getting younger and younger and younger and it's that's too much pressure for a child it really is and like the workload is insane <clears throat> and it's just like a lot to handle because you're immediately thrown into the public eye and all this stuff especially if you're debuting with a really big company like that yeah like i mean people have gone big younger in the states too and in right. the west but like it's i feel like the 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 way that k-pop does their shit is a little more fucked up for a child yeah it's pretty intense yeah but so that was originally like a thing but they're both pretty fucked even up. though because every time in the u.s you can't legally manage somebody until they're an adult yeah i think the parents have to be like yeah yeah involved but also you're not like, having, uh, being forced to like do dance routines and sing like you know for like 16 yeah. hours a i day mean that would day. be yeah. that would be underneath management yeah that'd be a, a music labels management yeah. right so like a 14 year old can technically uh, technically anybody can rent studio time and then you know produce whatever music they want at any point but you can't fall underneath a record label or a music label and right you know they'll pay you to do all this shit because that's technically employment yeah you have to be at least 16. yeah so but um so that was like the original thing when they were first announcing the members and then they had their debut and i think they they had like their main like title track and then they had a b-side which i think is called hype boy and People were really uncomfortable with the lyrics in the song because they're, like, very suggestive. And there's a 14-year-old in it. But, and then there was allegations being thrown around that this song was originally conceptualized two years ago when the 14-year-old would have been 12 years old and still a trainee. Mm. And people were like, what are y'all doing? Like... Now, oh. are the are the people that are saying this in the West, or are they also in Korea? Also in Korea. Okay, because I feel like that would be a, a thing, where, right? You know, because like sometimes cultures don't give a fuck, right? Like, and I'd be curious if Korea was like well, whatever. Speaking of questionable lyrics, I've been seeing the Kid Rock song from Osmosis Jones come back yes. around on TikTok. What? Sure have. Yeah, uh, I'll pull it up real quick. No. Also, real quick. Just because I have it in front of me, because uh, we were—I guess we were talking about it—and it's been on my computer forever. Cat's uh, anime list is on my computer. She is currently 37, currently watching shows labeled, and I <laughs> hate that. And I know that she just doesn't like keep up with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I understand, but it hurts my soul seeing. You don't that. know. Maybe she's got like 37 screens on at once. It just like just drop them. Either drop them or like put them on on hold. Like get the fuck whatever you're watching, get them out of there. Like oh, that's rude. You don't you don't drop any shows. I don't. But no. I'm not gonna say somebody shouldn't. It's just me. Uh, only me. I don't care if it's really, about me. Really, everybody else. Really no foothold there. <laughs> just drop them. Says the guy who never drops a show. But she's never gonna Even watch any of these. She's not gonna watch it. most of those. She's told me she's not going to. I love it. Anyway, uh, if she decides to go at? back oh, to right. it. I don't uh, know. Kid Rock. Oh, yes. 
Um, Young ladies. But then, so after this, like, people being upset about the very suggestive lyrics, which is actually, I feel like more Korean fans get upset about suggestive lyrics because they're a very conservative country. Yeah, they're, they're not all about the, yeah. the sex um, stuff. It's illegal to be a tattoo artist in South Korea. It sure is. Young ladies, young ladies, I like them uh, underage. See, uh, underage some say that's, C. yeah, some, some say, say that's statutory, statutory. but I say, I say it's, it's mandatory. mandatory. Oh, yeah. That was in Osmosis Jones. No <laughs> investigations came from that. Are you joking me? Zero. No, that's uh, completely. It, literally, the entire verse. Young ladies, young ladies. I like them underage. See, some say it's st- that's statutory, Sing but it. I say it's mandatory. Sing it like Kid uh, Rock. Young ladies. <laughs> Wait, which one is Kid Rock? Cause he's the blonde one with the bandana. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the cowboy hat. Yeah. Ugh, barf. Or whatever the hat's called. I don't know. If it's yeah, I don't. Know. It's like the straw hat type version. Yeah. Yeah. Barf. Anyway. Anyway. Um. So after people it's being be worse. upset about the suggestive lyrics, worse. then shit literally hit the fan because there literally? was literally, I'm not even joking you. There was a shitload of news articles and Biohazard allegations being thrown Korea at right one of their uh, artistic directors for that group. The, the new jeans group was allegedly being called a pedophile because great in her apartment is like tons and tons of pictures of like very young girls and like kind of like Lolita vibes Mm. and like she would post pictures of like Brooke Shields when she was like 15 on her Instagram and stuff like literally Brooke Shields like she was saying that she was her muse but it was like Brooke Shields as a teenager her bookshelves is literally nothing but the book, Lolita. <laughs> just several copies. Just several copies. Book, so Lolita. people were like seeing all her social media and stuff. And they were like, I don't know if that's the correct kind of influence you should have on like a girl group with. Because I think two are 18. I think two are 16 and one is 14. Mm-hmm. Hate that. Um, And in Korea... The, you you don't become like a legal adult until you're 20. Hmm. Really? So you're still a minor. Same for Japan. So a lot of times. Oh, I'm thinking consent. So a lot of times um, yeah, no. in. I forgot those aren't tied together. No, they are not tied together. Yeah. A Actually, lot of very times, rarely are they yeah, tied yeah, together. Yeah. <laughs> when people are talking about like, oh, they had to do X, Y, Z and they were still a minor. And they'll be like, they're 19 years old. People will get confused because here in the States, you become a legal adult at 18. Yeah, yeah. But in Korea, you become 20. Legally. Legally. That's when you can get, like, your driver's license. You can start drinking. That kind of thing. In um, Korea? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Korea at 20. Um, yeah, gotcha. Everything happens at 20. Wait, you can't get your driver's license until yeah, you're 20? Yeah, everything happens yeah. at 20. Everything Oof. happens at 20. Oof. Yeah, everything. The ha- way it really should be. Let's be honest here. Everything uh, should just happen at 20. It's stupid. Yeah, you also in, in there are intervals in uh, Italy. You can't drive until you're 18, I think. Really? Yeah, yeah. But you can drink when you're born. Pretty, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Then nobody gives a shit. Yeah, it's Europe. But um, that's why they're declining. So people were like, um, "Hello, why is your artistic director like so enthralled by very young girls and like?" Followed. Solid question. You know what I Last mean? Last name is also weirdly Schneider. Like Dan Schneider. Huh. No, that's 
Oh, you you should know this. I don't I don't know her last name. Sorry. I don't know anything about her. I didn't realize that's what you were talking about. Sorry. Anyway. Um and so people are like basically leaving comments all over the place, being like, at high B labels, what are you guys doing? And apparently when before she was an artistic director for high B labels, she used to be an artistic director for SM Entertainment. And there was all this stuff about like concepts and photo shoots that she was a heading that some of the members in the groups that she was working for, or, you know, directing were minors and the concepts were like inappropriate for minors. Right. And people are like, so it's obviously not like a one-time in- incident. It can't be like, oh, I just made this one mistake. I didn't realize right. when people are like, no, you've done this over several years of your career to multiple different like groups, whether it's boy groups or girl groups or whatever. Right. And so I'm like, I feel like Hybe Labels is fucking sweating bullets right now because they have two debuts back to back with huge scandals. And I'm like, I, I don't envy you. Like, yeah, I would rather be YG right now you, with you, people you, just you knocking also, at the door being like, where is Blackpink? Hello. You, yeah, but you said that they're the same people that have BTS, right? Yeah. So I don't think they give a fuck. I mean, I guess I not. I mean, they probably do st- on some scale, but they also have the biggest band to ever band. But BTS is going on hiatus. It's like they're probably not. They had the biggest band to ever band. BTS literally sweating made. sweating bullets because they're made. It's. It's more of an export than it is yeah. a domestic product. Yeah. No, it's it's a huge domestic product. Yeah, but they make but South Korea's main export is in is entertainment. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah, but they I'm, make their but money. But they're probably they make most not, of their money probably foreign than domestic. Like they're probably gonna be like trying to you know fix it domestic, but when it comes down to like their debuting their stuff. But, but also, so. Because it seems like no one in the West actually cares. In regard to that, when this was like a few years ago, but YG Entertainment had their own survival show called uh, Mix Nine, which was essentially like. Never heard of it. Don't worry about it. Okay. Which was essentially, um, I think it was like, let's say 100 girls and 100 guys, and you were fighting to debut and it was either going to be a nine member girl group or a nine member boy group that would make debut and so you're basically like you have female competition but you're also having competition with male idols at the same time it was a whole thing don't worry about it um but literally the finale when they were like here's the debut lineup now now we're gonna have like showcase their debut YG canceled the show because they ran out of funds. And <laughs> it was such a shitstorm. They funny. lost That's like funny. 30% of their investors. And it became such a problem that they actually dropped out of the big three. Sounds like South Korea just needs to get their uh, entertainment industry under oh, it under, is a under control. Fucking mess, need to get their bro. shit together. It is a mess. I mean, the U.S. needs to get their shit together. Too. I mean, every country needs everybody to get, needs shit to get together. their shit together. Like Japan's got a fuck ton of issues. Uh, like if if you want to, like, I think Japan's still recovering from the nuclear reactor meltdown. There's they're the also tsunami. incredibly uh, racist. Everyone is. Everyone yeah, is. everybody is. But Which I always think new. is. Is, is, Every country is a racist. Is wild because, like, 
it's like a thing that you want to be like very pale skin mm -hmm. because in the olden days, if you were tan, that meant you worked outside. Right. And if you were pale, that meant you got to live a cushy life and be Same inside. Same thing with like, you know, being fat originally. Like right, that. right, right. Yeah. But it's like there are literally so skin lightening is like a really, really big thing in South Korea. And there are idols who are naturally tan and they're like trying to get like their skin to be lighter and then there's like a lot of envy of like having really light skin and it's just like guys fashion trends are weird to me it's it's so it's it's i wouldn't even say it's a trend because it's so like deeply embedded yeah i guess that's fair you know what i mean sure so anyway as much as i love k-pop you could go on about K-pop forever, and we don't have much in terms of <laughs> no, to, to come back my and have this as input. A, my yeah. only input would be, I don't like K-pop. You'd be like, I never heard of them. K-pop is gross. Don't know what that is. I don't know what this is. I haven't even heard of South Korea until now. <laughs> South Korea? That's what a the country? fuck's that? Yeah. Ignoring the fact that my brother-in-law is first from gen South, South Korea. Yeah. Good one. But uh, anyway. TBT to when Red Velvet performed in North Korea. She brought it back to. Sorry. Red the cake? What? Yeah, no, it's a red velvet. It's a girl group uh, in North Korea. And North it, Korea only cares about basketball. No, it was like a whole NBA, thing. NBA baby, NBA. She brought it back. It was a whole thing. They they had they North Korea Sage was has two invited them to Sage, perform. Sage, how much do you like the movie Beetlejuice? Oh, I love Beetlejuice. Okay. You know, it's on HBO Max. Yeah, I watched it the other day actually. Yeah. You know, I watched it 2 days in a row. <laughs> <laughs> because this motherfucker has not seen it. And I you mentioned it. I was like, it? the day that we watched it, I told him. And I was like, yeah, you know, I watched Beetlejuice yesterday, like last night. And he's like, when? I was like, oh, like 10 or 11. Because I was just like in bed. And I was like, I'm going to watch a little movie. All right. So I watched Beetlejuice. And he was like, do you want to watch Beetlejuice? <laughs> I've like, never seen it. How have you never seen it? That it's movie, so good. That movie is not at all what I, I expected that movie to be. I still want to know what you were expecting. I don't. Yeah, wait, what I, did you Okay, think all right, all right, all right. You, so, can't, you can't be surprised. Like, no, that you movie's not did what I was expecting. Did you have expectations going into you like, it? Like, it just... I didn't know anything really about Beetlejuice besides the fact that, like, you say this fucker's name three times and, like, then your life becomes a nightmare. Right. Like, that's all I really knew. So I was thinking... Like, because I knew it was Tim Burton. But that, that's what I thought. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying what I thought. I, I see. Um, and so, like, I I knew it was, like, a Tim Burton thing. And so I just expected it to be kind of, like, like a horror piece, I guess. Not, like, straight up, like, a horror movie. Right. I just understand like, what you mean. Horror influences? Yeah, just like it was going to be f kind of fucked up. Right. And, uh, and like, I guess it kind of is, but not in the way I thought. It was much more campy, and I was not expecting the camp. And, like... But it's a Tim Burton movie. Yeah. Right, but, like, I, I didn't... They're all campy. All, all I knew was really that, I like I said, and it was a wrong thought. It's a gothic campy. Right. Yeah. Like, but like, that's all Tim Burton. All is. I knew about it in my brain was that you, you fucking say this dude's name, and your just life becomes a living hell. So, like, I also didn't realize... Spoilers for Zany. Beetlejuice? Yeah. You've had, like, yeah. fucking 30 years to watch it, all so, right? So, uh, but, like, I didn't realize, like, in the first, what, 10 minutes, that fucking couple dies. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. this is not what I was expecting of this movie at all. Then they're just, like, in this house and these fucking schmucks roll in. And, they're, and then their daughter, Winona Ryder, who's the most amazing person, just, like... 
you know, great. Goth chick shows up. She sees some ghosts and she's like, all right, cool. Goth GF. He had to She's 17 me. in that movie. He had oh, to okay. ask me if it was appropriate for him to think that she was attractive. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't say that. What I said was, how old is she? Am I allowed to think she's attractive? And then I went, no, nah, she's 17. So, no. 17 IRL or the character? In, in, during the movie, she was 17. Gotcha. Like, she her, she, her person was. I don't know how old the character was. Thank you. Yeah. She was like so, IRL. 14. Yeah. The character? Yeah, yeah probably yeah, around there. Like yeah. That. Um... But then, like, I, it just, it was much, like, because, again, all I knew was that things, get, your life gets fucked up, and then also I knew the Deo scene. Like, right. all of them dancing around the thing. Um, you knew that scene, and you still thought it was, like, oh, this movie is, like, you say his name three well, times. Well, it ends with, like, the fucking, like, shrimp hands, like, grabbing. So I thought it was, like, you know, going to go into, like, it, it, it got into, like, my, in my brain, that transition. was, like, how it starts. And then it gets in, and then like then it starts freaking them the fuck out, and like whatever. oh, you thought it was gonna be more like an it situation. I guess I don't know. I just thought it was gonna get like more and more like progressively worse. Love that movie. Um, and then uh, I don't know. Like I, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. I thought it was it's a goofy. lot of fun. Zany. Yeah. It's very. It just goofy. was not what I was. Very, there was at one point I said to Kieran, I was like, uh, I was like, I swear to God, if she was writing the suicide note, and I was like, I swear to God, if this movie goes to where this kid kills herself to be with these, this, like the other parents for the rest of her life, that's gonna be fucked up. Like, and Kieran was like, Yes, the PG movie will have this seventeen-year-old <laughs> girl murder See, herself. They did absolutely make suicide jokes as well. They sure did. There's like the the uh, um, receptionist. Mm-hmm. In like the afterlife, she's oh, like, yeah. if I knew what I know now, I wouldn't have had my little accident. She has like slit yeah. wrist. But also, and then Otho later is like, you know what they say about suicide? You become a civil servant in <laughs> <within> the afterlife. <laughs> you're like, ah. But like, oh yeah, and literally every single person in that office was yeah. a suicide. Uh, suicide. I didn't yeah. even. I didn't realize all the others were. Yeah. But um, like also they do not explain why. Everyone becomes like green and or and blue and whatnot, but like the the couple and also the older lady didn't. Yeah. They were just regular stylistic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the receptionist. She looks like she was dressed for like something, some kind of. Oh, she was a uh, Miss Arkansas or something. Yeah. So I mean, she could have been like, she could have just painted herself green. Yeah. Like a talent show. But like, yeah, I don't know. That movie was that movie was fun, just not what I expected. Also, didn't realize that Beetlejuice was fucking Michael Keaton. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was like, all right. I, because I just rewatched it, I don't know, maybe like two or three weeks ago. I was like, that's fucking Michael Keaton. What the hell? Yeah. I too was surprised again because I guess, because I watched it when I was a kid, so I didn't yeah. really like... Yeah, same. You know when you Watched don't recognize like... Also, he's marrying names. a like functionally 14-year-old girl. I also yeah. like... <laughs> He's dead. For him, that does not matter. Still All he cares him. about is coming back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he did functionally say that it was just so yeah. that he could get He's out. like, I just need to inconvenience. Ach- yeah. achieve one goal here. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. That, that movie was a lot of fun, though. Oh, uh, because we watched that and then uh, Poltergeist, which I also hadn't seen. Oh, I'd I seen parts of Poltergeist. I've never watched Poltergeist. Also PG. Is it really? Well, because PG-13 yeah. didn't exist at the time. Oh. PG-13 PG-13 became a thing for Indiana Jones Temple of Doom. Oh. Um, Because, you know, people are just getting fucking tortured throughout that movie, and one dude gets his goddamn heart ripped out of his chest. You gotta. And so they were like, hmm, 
maybe we should have something between PG R and, and PG. R, uh, and arguably G PG R. Hmm. Yeah, and <laughs> arguably though, like PG thirteen kind of, kind of like ruins movies a bit. I'm not gonna lie, it's like a weird because. It's it's a weird thing that now basically everybody plays to PG thirteen and like because before PG could get away with a lot more than even PG thirteen nowadays can right um and like and then once you became R it was you know most R movies back then were kind of trash but like it it's just like one of those things where you now placate to PG thirteen just always and it like limits you in terms of. Writing. Well, it's because you want like the most. Yeah, because it's the most. It makes you the most money. Right. Um. Yeah. But it, it it's now like more limiting of a space than PG was back in the day. Right. So because of that, I mean naturally. Well, right. But because of that, PG thirteen is more of like a. I don't know. It, they should really just rework the system. Like it's it it's outdated at this point. Yeah. But I also. I, don't know. I mean PG thirteen. I think fits. I think the movies that go into PG thirteen fit PG thirteen. Well, I, I just like kind of like. I do. think there should either be like, a another one somewhere, or just like she is essentially like because she is just guidance, and like yeah. all those movies are literally just for Bambi. children that you, you can't even get to the movie theater on your own. Yeah, and the the only reason you would be going to see that as someone who can go by themselves is because you just felt like going to go see it, right? Like whatever, or you're like a movie critic. Yeah, <laughs> you're like I have to do this. PG is like, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, almost every fucking Disney movie, which there are plenty of people that go see Disney movies. Yeah. And then, like, that's, that's always the scale. It's like, Disney doesn't really do anything where it's like, you know, Disney is like the essential PG. Yeah. Because, right. like, there are moments where it's like, oh, it's, it gets a little weird, you know? Like, I mean, when you really think about Princess and the Frog, Dr. Facilier just wanted to steal every person's soul in New Orleans. Right. You gotta. Yeah. Love him. Love him to death. Great villain. Also, Such Keith David. Dog. What a hottie. Um, voice like Velvet. Um, so, but it's like, it's not outright. Like, there's some, like, moments where, like, kids will probably be uncomfortable, but. Right. Whatever. But, like, PG-13 is like, yeah, you know, teens. Teens should be seeing this. But and it, I think that fits. I, I guess for me, it's just like, okay, so you know how on TV you have the, like, uh, what is it, like, Mature 14, I think is one? Uh, TV. TV 14, yeah, TV and then 14, Mature Audience. TVY, TV 14, and then TVMA. Right. But what doesn't make sense to me with, like, those things is... They're a completely different rating system than the movies. No, I know. But if you think <laughs> about, like, what you can get on That's TV. That's what bothers me. What you can get on TV is, like, some pretty gruesome shit or, like, some type of language. There are, you know what I mean? I'm just, like, looking you up articles now about this stuff. on TV than you can in oh, Really? I feel like on yeah. TV there's a lot of, like. No, no. It's way less. It depends, though. Cause, because, like, HBO could get away with a lot. Well, that's, that's because thing. it's a paid. Yeah. yeah. If, if you're going, if you're going off of just straight, oh yeah, like, like if you're doing like Fox or like CW or some yeah. shit like that, yeah, yeah. But like with like cable shit, like that's way less. You can get yeah, way yeah. unless it's animated. Right. But even then, animated like language still has you know its barriers. There, right. are, there are a lot of articles written about uh, one how the rating system should just 
either be reworked or gotten rid of. Or two, why PG-13 is really fucking stupid. Uh, then, actually, apparently this uh, resurged a little bit because of um, uh, Multiverse of Madness. Um, which, wasn't that R? Was it? No. It was P no, it was PG thirteen. Yeah, that's that's I was why. Say. Because because of some of the shit that happens in it, people are like, "See, it's stupid. Like, it's pointless. You can get away with that. Like, where like people are literally exploding." Right. Yeah, no, like, that was PG thirteen. Um, I would have put that in PG thirteen as well. Dude, if you take a thirteen year old or younger to that movie, well, no, because be it's it's parental guidance to thirteen. Yeah. Thirteen and up, which means you can still like it's still like, hey, parents, you could take your young kids here. Yeah. It's kind of fucked up to show to a kid. Ah, uh, well. We literally went to go see Black Phone with I know, <laughs> but I'm saying but the, the point behind it. I mean, you can put in those guidance, but it's up to the, like, no, the parents to it is. not It 100% is that. up to the parent. But I'm just saying, that, like, because it's not a point that I'm saying that it, it, kids shouldn't be seeing it. I'm saying that, like, it's a box that people then have to write themselves within that is limiting. You should just have some kind of thing where it's just up to the parents to begin with and maybe... And like that you shouldn't have to have the box you have to fit in to begin with. I mean, they do. You could say that that is the box and that the parents have to fit themselves into because you no, can no, no. totally it's not bring about a that. child. It's about that, the, the fact that the movie and the, the way you write it and the way that you shoot it has to fit in that box. You have oh. to play for that rating. Well, that's just, you know. That's I what mean, I'm saying. That, I mean, for Multiverse of Madness, that's probably specifically a Disney like, no, but I mean, like, we're but, giving you PG 13 to work with. Right, but I mean, like, because most studios are going to say shoot for 13. That's what I'm saying. Most movies all have to do that because that is what makes the most money. So, would you prefer that it was R? I, yeah, I guess. Just, I, I think that either there because should be. Because that movie something, would absolutely not fit into I'm, No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking about Multiverse of Madness specifically. I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm, using, oh, okay. I'm using Multiverse of Madness as an example. I think if it was R, it could have went further with what it was going for. I mean, sure. And but, I mean, for this instance, like, would you have preferred, if PG-13 did not exist, you want it to fit into R or PG? R. Or that they, if they're going to have the arbitrary system, have one between 13 and R. Okay. So, so, so really what you're saying is PG-13, but it should allow for more. Yeah, because PG-13 is a very limiting thing. But I also feel like with are as far as like language I'm doing such goes, a shit job I mean, at explaining are, my point no, behind I understand this, what you're but saying. They, I, I, I promise there are I, very well-written articles about I mean, it. I know what are, you're saying, but I feel like... Hell, some of Rob Zombie's movies don't even make R. In, in, it takes a lot. In terms of language, like let's say that's like the only thing, right? I feel like with R... two F-bombs get you R. Yeah. Yeah, which is... Which, which is just language, which language has its own thing when it comes to like... Right. How... How how like accessible or how e how um influential, you know, curse words are onto like one of my favorite one, of, one of my favorite things about uh, planes, trains, and automobiles is the the scene where uh, Steve Martin just goes off for like two minutes, just saying fuck every single yeah. chance he can get, just like just for a joke, mm -hmm. and it's like it, entirely the entire movie is PG thirteen or PG at that point. Until this one point where he just breaks down and is like, I want this fucking ticket to this fucking train. I've had the worst fucking day. I don't I, I don't think language should should constitute a movie becoming R. Like, PG-13, like, you're in fucking public school. 
let's be honest. Right. Like, Majority of you are if, public school. You're, you're hearing worse. It doesn't if matter. If you are... Like, Especially nowadays with the internet. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Like, language should not be like, oh, we said fuck twice. R. You're also probably seeing worse anyway. But, like, at R, at R is, like, you know, realistic human viscera. Yes. And, like, I think if it's like on extremely... screen, extreme violence. And it's not like, because I think Multiverse of Madness kind of has that, has that buffer where it's like, Oh, it's happening magically. And like even like, you know, Reed Richards being spoiler, being turned into like ribbons, it's like eh. Yeah. Black Bolt's head exploding. That wasn't all that bad. Captain Carter getting cut in half. You didn't even see it. It was implied. Yeah. Mm. But I feel like I feel like you're right in that if it's like really gonna be something extremely graphic. R is for like Terrifier. If you've ever seen Terrifier. Killer Clown. You he literally watch him split a woman in two with a chainsaw. Not not even chainsaw. Like on screen, mm-hmm. you see it go through like a right. obviously a fake. Right. Body, I, I understand what you're like saying. Like you see it all the way down. It's like that like that and multiverse of madness. It's two different things. Like the like I yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No, I understand. So what you're uh, if if any movie has like basically any sexual content, it makes yeah, it R. Absolutely. Which um, I also think that, is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, basically. Because they show worse on CW. Technically, you High can. Key, though. You can show boobs in a PG thirteen movie. You can show tits. Can you? Yes. Triple hmm. X has it. I didn't know that. That's my one basis. For that. <laughs> <laughs> and you can show butt, right? I saw. Yeah, you you can show ass and tits. Uh, you can never show dick or pussy. No. <laughs> yeah. Ever. Um, anything more than a single use, uh, harsher, sexually driven word. Uh, what? Yeah. What? Um, sexually driven word. I'm, I'm literally reading like. Come. The, no, we're not. We're not judging you. We're trying to figure yeah, out. Yeah, the, the wording. Fuck that what means. does that mean? Like, uh, dildo. R-rated movie. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. A motion picture's single use of one of the harsher sexually de- derived words, though only as uh, expletive, initially requires at least a PG-13 rating. More than one requires an R rating. What? I mean, that? sure. I wouldn't put any sexual connotation into a PG movie. Yeah, no, but... Can you imagine Disney doing that? They do. You know, I would watch that. There's definitely sexual innuendos and shit in every. Oh, okay. Movie. Yeah. Yes, but that's saying explicit. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah. saying explicit. They're not saying in the. There's the whole other thing. Because I also Because those like... are jokes for adults that have to go with them, and right. then kids look back and like, ha, ah, I get it. <laughs> and that's that's its own thing because that goes right over like the target audience. Right. Like head. No, no six year old is sitting there going like, ha, that joke's about dicks. <laughs> if the violence is pervasive or the nudity is sexual, yeah. it makes it R. Yeah. See. Um, so if you have is if you have non-sexual nudity, it's perfectly fine. Like like you could have uh, like spoilers for speech. Thor: Love and Thunder. You could have uh, Chris Hemsworth basically completely naked on set, but it's not sexual. Yeah. It is just ripped man, He's man ass, and like. All his fucking rippling yeah. glory. And it was then, done for comedic purposes. Yeah, it's done for comedic purposes. It's not sexual. Yeah. But 
I, and then they swoon. But if yeah, <laughs> and then everybody swoons, some girls faint. Yeah. I don't understand why that's allowed compared to like because then if you shot it where it was like slow pan with music where it's like following yeah. his muscles there's a very ass, big like, difference between someone's clothes being ripped by a wire and you're like too hard and then and then some girl like boom <laughs> like oh fuck no like obviously those are <laughs> those are different connotations but I just don't understand why. If you're going to make it a thing of, like, if it's a sexual thing. Like, you ever see the Star Trek movies? Because you're making no. one to there a was sexual one, there, like, There's one scene and just where people bring up that they're like, it's stupid as fuck. And it is. It's needless. But, like, the, it, it happens in a lot of movies nowadays where it's, like, that one scene where, like, some girl decides to go change. And then the dude turns around. She's, like, in her fucking underwear. And she's, like, I didn't say you could look. And he's, like, oh, sorry. And turns back around. Right. Like, those scenes. Like, that's not. It's. It's not sexually done. It is just a still shot of somebody in their underwear and then a joke or something, and then they turn back around. Okay, but that feels stupid to me. Because it's that it's still thir- PG-13 or I mean, that okay, think the about scene it itself like is stupid because, yeah. Uh, like, under those instances, you could technically have a nudist beach as long as there's no sexual activity happening. Because it's just people. Just people existing in, in a space. And then there's a guy or a girl riding on top of a guy, like dry humping, and he's feeling her up. Those two instances, two different types of sexual, or two, two different types of nudity. Like technically. There's human being nudity, and then there's nudity for the sake of turning someone on. Yeah, like, right. you, like you could technically like those have are a what PG 13 movie. With a nude, like a nude, nude beach scene, yeah. as long as you're not seeing low, like no dick, yeah, no dick or, uh, or no reproductive yeah. organs. Let's but like, as long as you're only seeing like tits and ass, like you can technically have yeah. that scene. Yeah, as long as it's not sexual, like as if if two characters are just walking along the beach, like why the fuck are we here? Yeah, and then being like, yeah, this is not what we thought. We should just go, or like you know, they walk onto the beach see a bunch of people naked and like they have like their kids and they're like oh god and, like hide their kids eyes and then run away like you could technically do that yeah. why are we so afraid of sex i don't i never understood it i don't know it, 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 uh, america's much more fine with violence but not sexual yeah, conduct I never, where britain I, is very sexual but not violent i never I, understood it my best guess is because uh, religion. Christian, yeah, yeah, religious. Uh, I, I, I mean that does make sex sense is but worse it's also just like Oh no, these body parts that literally everybody has. Avert your eyes. You don't have one. You don't even know what it is. Like, yeah. that never made sense to me. And I was, ever since I was like, I don't know, maybe like 13, I'm like, I don't get it. Like, what is the problem? I would have never yeah. guessed, Sage. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I probably wouldn't take my kids to go see just like, you know, a movie with explicit sex scenes in it. Yeah, no, I'm not. Oh, I'm yeah. not saying like take that, your kids to Fifty Shades of Grey, yeah. but I mean yeah, take them to a good movie. Take them, yeah, seriously, yeah, take like them to Twilight. a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Take take them to a good movie. Don't don't teach your kids bad bad relationship. Examples. Yeah, don't don't let your kids have bad movie taste. All right. If I have kids, we're watching horror movies all the time. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you're gonna like, be so desensitized. I, I think it's the I guess the extreme measures that that are put into like not showing it. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, I think it's because and it makes sex, it so taboo. I think it's because sex is can be like very real, more realistic 
for people than the violence can be. I guess that's yeah. fair. But I, I, I think it's it's just that, like, I don't know. I, I, I would say nowadays it's much more we don't give a fuck because also we have the internet and we can just yeah. see people naked also, whenever yeah. the fuck we want. That's true. Literally um, only fans exist. Yeah. yeah. Like it, We've it's, never had a more personal connection to sex workers. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> like, it's true. It, so now, nowadays it definitely, I think, doesn't matter as much. And I'm sure as time goes on with the more of, like, us not giving a shit and then people like going out and making those movies and then getting those seats of power and like in movies and TV and whatnot being like, who the fuck cares? No, but you also have to There'll be a renaissance and then everything will go to shit again. Oh, yeah, but you sure. like, cause technically we're like kind of the, the eighties had that shit. Like where the eighties was basically like, you could do whatever the fuck you wanted for the most part. You could still get like a PG rating. Right. Um, and then they, and then yeah, Temple the of Doom was, came out. was wild. Yeah. And then the Temple of Doom came out and then we're like, Hmm, we should, Mm. We should probably fix this. 70s. Sorry. Yeah, 70s. 70s. In, into the 80s. 80s were all slasher films, and yeah. those were all R. When did Temple of Doom come out? Excuse me. Um, I'm going to go with 77. 84. Damn it. Not even close. Not even close. <laughs> so, yeah, mostly 70s, I guess. Yeah, because, um, I mean, at least Halloween came out in 78. So, like, 78, you, know, you could basically that do whatever the fuck you R. wanted, and, like, it was whatever. Um, and I'm sure there'll be another renaissance, but the, the problem is, and why I'm, again, I'm sure these ratings still do exist the way they do is because you still have to worry about the kids. Cause like, yes, Think it is on the, the children. It is on the parents to stop your kids from watching stuff. And yeah, you're like, how do I stop the kid from getting to the internet or whatever? You really can't, but like, it's still on you as a parent to do what you feel you need to do in that case. And so like, Hey, you see a movie with like, you know, like that in the trailer for it you see Chris Hemsworth basically remove all his clothes at one point and you're like all right maybe I shouldn't take my kid to see that maybe I don't know that's up to you it might also just be that it's like it's so ingrained in our entertainment system right now that it like removing one of them and then people having to pay more attention to what the like warnings are for PG movies. I don't think it's worth it. Well, it's also like you know, parents already complain about shit where they're like, "I didn't know this was." That's like that's not my problem. Yeah, like that's on you for not doing the research. I mean, yeah, I, but know? I mean, like it's it's different when it's like they just didn't read a PG thirteen, but at least they knew it was a PG thirteen. That's kind of what right. the that's kind of what the ratings are for. It's a lot like uh, for like video games. Like no no adult is gonna buy a six year old. Well, I'm not gonna say no adult. You know. That's what the ratings are for. Is like M is for mature. That really should not be for a six-year-old. Right. But now, if you think about it, think about like when you were a kid and kids till this day, where you're not, you don't have the the income to be like, I'm gonna buy an Xbox and I'm gonna buy whatever games I want. You're like, hey mom, can you buy me this game? And it's yeah. like rated M for mature. And the mom's like, all no. right, here you go. Yeah. But I, I, honestly, I feel like a lot of people are just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But, but if they just that's. I mean, again, that's like, that's not on the rating system. Yeah, no, it, it's not. It's, that's it's, not what I'm it's saying. It's literally just like. But I'm saying um, what when I'm it comes down is, to it, it is entirely the fault of you know the parents. And it's like I don't yeah. know. Our rating system, movies could probably be changed. Uh, I think it'd be a pain in the ass. Also, because then I would also be annoyed. Technically, the rating system actually isn't even mandatory. Oh no, you just. No. Yeah, like you don't have to get a rating at all. Yeah, because there are, there are. I know For when broadcast you do certain um, yeah. trailers drop when they like FDA. don't have, they like didn't rate it yet, so they're like not rated. Well, not rated yet. Yeah. Usually. 
Uh, but like, yeah, you don't have to technically get a rating. Um, no. But like, I, not for movies. I'm sure that like you know, you, you are in. It helps. You are yeah. It helps. it helps. You are you are incentivized to. Yeah, because I was gonna say I feel like if you label something as like unrated and it's like. Ooh, elusive. Look at all this taboo mm, shit right. that's going to be unrated, a, like a regular movie. Yeah, unrated for me is usually like there is going to be explicit sex scenes in this. This yeah. is basically just porn. We are it, getting an NC-17 movie. It's going to be We are getting like, that Marilyn Monroe movie that's going to be NC-17. What was that the movie? The first NC-17 movie in like forever. Uh, 365 Days, which wasn't made in the United States, obviously. But When does a Serbian film come back to tears? <laughs> come back. Still could have bought one in Texas. Yeah. Rep sell one. Mm. Why one. Did, why, why didn't, didn't you, you buy it? I didn't want to spend the money. It was like forty bucks. Forty dollars? Yeah. Maybe yeah, you could own the piece of history. It was. It was also like dead ass. I think I've told you this before, but it's like the last I was at. Um, like, oh. uh, it's like this entertainment store. It's kind of like a half price bookstore, you know, where they. Oh got, yeah, like, a I know. Of, I know what you mean. Yeah. So it's like it's one of those kind of stores, but it's like you know, in those stores they don't have like the magnetized locks on anything. Right. This was the only movie that had a magnetized lock and, like, security on it right. so that no one could just steal so, it. So, like, some kid wasn't like, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. And so it was like, I saw that. I was like, I was like, is this a Serbian film? It's like, holy shit. I was like, I kind of want to buy this. Th- did they have one of those I boxes to buy that they that? have, like, at the library so you don't steal, like, the library's movies? No. Oh. No. It was literally just shit sitting on a shelf. The original Evil Dead is considered NC-17. Really? Yeah, it doesn't surprise me, apparently. Why, though? I feel like it's not... <laughs> Nymphomaniac's not, not rated. I knew that, actually. Uh, it's really not... Really graphic. I guess, but it's also, oh, like... Really graphic, uh, extreme horror, uh, paranoia, I people guess. going fucking insane. Right, yeah. I guess. Anyway. I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> and we, you wouldn't now. I guess that's fair. <laughs> Let us know what you <laughs> think about the rating system. With my modern sensibilities. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know what you think about the rating system in the comments below. New Evil Dead, banger. New Evil Dead is a banger. The remake actually really fucking good. Supposed um, to be another one coming. I thought that got canceled. Recently heard news about it. Hmm. Anyway, thanks for watching. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, uh, leave a review, like, follow. Um, don't forget to check out uh, Anthony at Super Milkshake on YouTube, Cat at Cat the Moonstar on Twitch. Uh, you have four weeks to watch Anime Club, which is uh, the first season of ReZero. And, uh, yeah, thanks for watching. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.